0: Check your mic. Test your mic.
1: This is America. Nobody photo me. Somebody bad me. Yeah, huh, huh. I've a name of sandwiches and baba samba sambati. How much you this is Erica on the mic speaking normally. Yeah, I'm from Severn, Maryland, and no one knows where that is. And Arundel County, 45 minutes outside of Baltimore, in the suburbs with all the YETs. Well, that, that works. Thanks. That Step Step up. Up.
0: happy birthday. Take, Take a, a breath. breath. Back. Happy birthday Take to the person right no this Happy birthday, young. You feel me? Happy birthday to my nigga, my koala, young Nina. You know what I mean, young Nappy Nina.
1: Okay. Happy birthday, oh. Nappy Nina, the person that does the music for this podcast, who is also one of our really good friends, actually Ebony's bestie.
0: That's one of my That's one of my real niggas from back from in the way town. back in the day. You know what I'm talking about? Ever since tenth grade.
1: From the EOC, right? Or EOS?
0: The E-Sido. E-Sido? Yes.
1: E-Sido.
0: Okay. Ye- 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 All right. Ye- 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 <laughs> Happy birthday, Happy One birthday of the So Nines. y'all want to actually listen to some good music Uncle instead of proselytizing about problematic rappers and trying to like reconcile like them being problematic and your ability Nappy to listen Nina's to person. How about person. you listen to niggas with actual people ask, bars? People ask
1: us this all the time. And with something Nappy to say. Nina is a great person. Y'all yeah. should listen to her music. And also don't be sliding up in her DMs. Y'all queer. She got a girlfriend. Don't be doing that. I know y'all be doing that. Because people be like, oh, she hella fine in my DMs. Don't do that. Yep, I just messed up your game, Nappy Nina. <laughs> I just ruined it. Happy birthday. Happy, happy.
0: Yeah, shout out. Go go listen to that nap time. Nina got a new album coming out as well. Yeah, And we'll keep you up to date on all those goings
1: on. Queer black folk. So some people didn't know this, but it's actually Masturbation May, mm-hmm. which I think is one of the most important months Clearly. of the year. Yes. Uh, Masturbation is so damn important. I think... I wanted to be a sex educator because so many people shamed masturbation. You know, a lot of my friends were having penile to vaginal sex Mm -hmm. and they wanted advice about it. But I was an avid masturbator, but I didn't want to tell anybody about it. Um, So all of my friends were coming to me about advice about sex with their boyfriends or girlfriends or whatever. But I didn't have anybody to talk to about masturbation. So the work of people like Jocelyn Elder saying that masturbation should be included in comprehensive sex education um, were people who really influenced my work as a sex educator. So I think this month, kitschy as it may be, I think it's really important and dope. And the people that really support masturbation are sex toy shops. And one of those places is the the Pleasure Chest. Pleasure Chest. And the Pleasure Chest makes it possible for us to do this podcast and they just have really dope products. Like I just got a new wand. If you know me at all, you know, I love the magic wand and there's now all of these new products that are coming out that are similar to want well, that are wands. They are wand. They're all wands. <laughs> right. But they're, you know, this one is, um, wireless and I think it can, it's also submergible in water. It's called oh, La yeah, wand, submerge. and it's hella cute, hella sexy. It has different, attachments to one it. One looks
0: like lemon meringue texture. You know how lemon meringue pie got that weird texture? Yeah. One of them attachments look like that.
1: Oh, you already looked into You got the attachment you style and everything. You got the plug yeah. on the plugs. Wow. Yeah, I think, you know, people always ask me, what do I do for self-care? How do I take care of myself? And I, I don't take care of myself, but one of the ways that, you know, I like to is to masturbate. Mm-hmm. I think masturbation is there's a lot of freedom in masturbation and it's also just you getting what you need. So it's just nobody else, just you, that's it. Just get what you need and keep it pushing or get what you need for the rest of the day, whatever that looks like. Um, so yeah, yeah. the, you know, and the pleasure chest has so many different types of toys. A lot of times when people think sex toy shops, they think vibrators only, but you have to think there's bud plugs, there's, um dildos there's penetrative toys there's vibrating toys there's kink toys there's books there's porn you know you don't have to actually get all of your porn on the internet and with fosta fosta f-o-s-t-a-sesta yeah. rulings you're about to get no porn on the internet so you're yeah, gonna have to buy real it
0: nigga shit. yeah so or no anonymous hookups
1: none right so yeah, yeah. it's pleasure Chest is a really great resource in new york in la and chicago Yes. And they have um, workshops on a regular basis, so I would absolutely check them out, check out their workshops, attend their workshops. If you are a fellow sex educator listener, shout out. You should propose workshops and get your coin and do your thing there because they're very... Um, accepting of new folks that want to share their work. So definitely check them out.
0: Definitely check them out. I also want to give a special shot. Also, you can learn more about the Pleasure Chest periodically and the different offerings that they'll have, particularly in their Upper East Side store Mm. from Erica. So we'll post shit occasionally on Instagram, different highlighted workshops and offerings that they have in store for folks who are based in New York City. And if we have the plug on some of the things going on and at the store in LA and in Chicago. We know folks fuck with us in both of those places. We'll definitely let you know. But if you are in those places, stop by the pleasure chest.
1: Yeah. And then tell us, you know, what sex ed content you want. Because I'll include that, you know, maybe each time yeah. we do a podcast. I'll
0: actually check the email. Like what? if y'all have ebony a ebony doesn't
1: check the email. Any email.com.
0: Email, really, I also want to give a special what thank is it you. You
1: said it's- hood
0: rats and head wraps at gmail.com. I will include this in the description for SoundCloud, and you can check that out there. Um, Also, I want to give a shout-out to our quasi-but-actual co-sponsors, which are people who reach out to us often on a super regular basis who feel super compelled to just share their money with us yeah. in order to support this podcast. They feel really moved and touched by the things that they learn, and I'm hella appreciative and grateful. Shout it out to it always comes as a huge surprise for sure. Um, Our listeners are and I wanna, insanely
1: supportive. Yes,
0: I want to find a way to thank y'all all individually. Um, so sometimes leave y'all Instagram handle or email or something so that we can communicate with you and let you know that we really see you, we care, we appreciate it, and it's insanely helpful and impactful. Yeah and sharing
1: the podcast people that have shared it people that that's, put on their Instagram a that's you are sponsor that to me you know I'm listening to this y'all should listen to this yep. y'all check out iHeartErica's Erica's Instagram we just sincerely, sincerely appreciate you. Um, I feel like I should start every morning just thanking the people that have supported our work. Yeah. Um, because without people listening, we really are just speaking into like an echo chamber. Yes. So it does make a difference. The conversations that come out of this make a difference. We learn from you as well. Yeah. Um, and I need a break from Instagram. But I love y'all. Yes. <laughs> but that's why I stay on my Instagram so much because I really love talking that's to you like, That's literally what it is. Like that's legit. Like I really do. Or just being nosy in your lives. You know, either one.
0: And in some some people you know occasionally they'll question you know my oh my Lord, my child. my uh, my apparel and my marils and you feel me like oh you know my koofies <laughs> and everything if want to question my spiritual traditions. Just got believe
1: sandals that will be on the gram coming soon I'm already a, known a but cell you phone know, near you because they are so ugly
0: and all he I'm contemplated saying is, them
1: so long that his sister and mom got mad at him.
0: <laughs> now you telling my personal business. I don't have Instagram. You go meddling somebody else's business, okay?
1: Ooh. I don't have
0: IG. I'm off the grid. But some of y'all be showing me love in the DMs and all that and all the in, in the boxes on the down. shit. Uh, but then some of y'all be kind of like trying to, y'all be playing games and then you have to get roasted and toasted. Roasted um, and, and that's roasted. just how I go. love you. <laughs> it's all it's all, love. it's all to dismantle I promise
1: Ebony is the nicest Roaster and toaster I swear Anytime I'm upset About something That somebody said It's also a femophobia People being hella Anti-femme that whenever I get upset, I get loud and aggressive and people are like, whoa, like that's a lot. And Ebony will also be aggressive. But people at the end, any argument I've ever seen Ebony in <laughs> at the end, they they end with, I love you, man. Like, I love you, brother. Like, I get it. I love you, brother. Like, Ebony will be arguing with a damn stranger. And at the end, they would be like, yep. I love you. Yep. I see you too. I just want people to, I don't, I, and I don't know if other people can relate to that.
0: It's really no shade. Erin, you know, my partner, Erin, like she always say, it's, it's no shade. Yeah. You know what I mean? We have to assume no shade at all times. And it's, that's how it lives for me. But I do have to let people know, don't play. It's what Kabira says too.
1: No tea, no shade. You know what I mean? And And also Kabira also says,
0: keep it cute and mute. Yeah. But I don't keep it mute.
1: You don't keep it mute.
0: I keep it brute and cute. I'm Brute. brute.
1: Brute. You keep it on speakerphone and
0: and Sexy,
1: I don't know <laughs> Leave me alone, mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Hi, y'all Welcome to another episode of Hood Rat to Hood Rap
1: Who are you, babe? My name Just is Ebony
0: Donnelly Mr. Blood and a downright funky Out that deep east Oakland If you don't know, then you can't go He, him pronouns straight up and down And this is the go-to destination For all the shit that you refuse to do And learn about inside of a book
1: and this is Erica Hart, she, they pronouns, coming from you from Severn Maryland, also brr, brr, Puerto brr. Rico. It's hella confusing, Penwell-us. but it's really not. Penwellers. East Penwellers, shout out. Right outside of Ponce. Nobody knows what these places are, but it's okay. Um, Yeah, that's me. Yes. Sex educator. Yes. Boom, Audio boom, boom, engineer.
0: Boom. Writer. Erica's manager. Part-time lover. Part-time freak. Part-time friend, brother.
1: <laughs> part-time Christian.
0: No, I'm a Christian oh, every day. Christian, Islamic, Buddhist.
1: But okay, I see you.
0: Fight me, bro. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So if you're not familiar with head Rat yes. to head, rap, welcome. And thank we you all for gone, listening. We gonna thank you for We're listening. We're gonna
1: go in. We don't have much time, and y'all been asking for this, so. We just gotta go in. You know, we get called to these things. You yes, know, it's you know, spiritual we have, for us. It we lives have a, um, an assistant now. Shout out to Delane. Thank you, Delane. We love and appreciate you. Yeah, but shout we out to Delane We have literally no organization to when we're gonna record. We just get pulled to record. Yes. And also, we get very much like, oh. Uh, it's been three weeks now. We should record. But then there's shit in the news that we need to address anyway. So then we get on here and we record. Yes. So if you have some sort of organizational skills and you would like to situate us, then email me. <laughs> yes, we, we may be hiring. <laughs> Further, for social media organization. Yes. This We count this as our social media organization. Yes. Anyway, let's talk about stuff. There's lots of... Th- I say I say all of that to say we have lots to talk about. Yes. Um...
0: It's also the world just be hella fucked up and we just turn the microphone on and we just be That's keen. true. And you or know, sometimes this the microphone the time. don't be on. You know yep. we
1: are on Instagram and we do this. So this yep. is just our place where it actually stays. Yes. Um, and the sound is good. Yes. And you don't see us. And it's just an
0: extension of a larger conversation around. It, like you said, it's really a calling. It's really like, wow.
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That, that compels me to be like, wow. Okay. Yeah. And this week has been this week in Black Sis Manhood has been wow, okay, these last two, three weeks.
1: Yep. So I wanna start off with just a little fact. So Batty Coon. Batty Coon?
0: Badacoon.
1: Coon is Spanish. Um, is a book by Zora Neale Hurston that will it's did just released today, I believe, or yesterday. Yeah. And it actually tried to come out, Zora Neil Hurston tried to release it with her publishers and I want to say the nineteen sixties.
0: Yeah, nineteen sixties or seventies. Yeah,
1: nineteen sixties. Uh-huh. Yeah, and the publisher said that she couldn't release it. And they said that she couldn't release it because it's an account of a the last, one of the last slaves to be brought to America.
0: Well, and actually experience it's, the transatlantic right. slave his, trade. It's yes. his
1: narrative of his experience. His name is Kuj- Kujo. Kuja. And he does it in his in the ways in which slaves talked. And, and it's
0: written phonetically.
1: Right. So mm-hmm. zero, And that's how Zora Neale Hurston writes. Period. Right? Any that's other right book was written like that. Yeah. Right. So the publishers told her that it wasn't written in proper English. So they weren't going to publish it. They were like, if you change it to English that people will understand, then we'll publish it. It needs to be proper. And that's how we'll publish it. But otherwise, we're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. So one, that just shows how... You know, dialects have always not been acknowledged. Mm-hmm. So when people talk about African American vernacular, yeah. that's rooted in something. I learned yes. that from just that little bit of dialogue. Mm-hmm. You um, know what it's
0: rooted in? It's not something. It's no, no, no it's dubious. rooted.
1: It's not just. Af- it's not. It's not like African American vernacular came out of just- hip hop. Or no, like no. something—it's like yes, this it is a function it. of how yeah. we talk. It's predated. Yes. It just starts to morph, right? Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, like you could go to Baltimore and have a whole conversation with people at ba- in Baltimore and not understand them if you're from Oakland.
0: You right? people have conversations with me on a daily basis I, and not. I literally understand. need a
1: dictionary sometimes talking to you. And if yeah. I'm listening to you or your like your aunt and your mom and your sister, I'm lost. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. Or are you and Nina? I'm like, wait, what? It's What's a, it is a
0: language Excuse in and of. It's a di- it's a it's a dialect. Right, and sub- dialect. and
1: if you went to a job interview, they would say, uh, you need to talk and switch a witch away. Even though mm-hmm. you say you don't code switch. But, I don't, I'm an the anti-code is, switch. It is policed a lot to the point where you have to say you're anti-code switch. Yes, it, I
0: actually have to You yeah. have to say that mm-hmm. because it
1: implies, you know, people code switch. But there's that. So mm-hmm. this book has just come out, and I was listening to the Schaumburg, which is the African American Cultural Center in Harlem um, where they had a panel of folks talking about this book. And Mm -hmm. one thing that they talked about, which was so moving to me, is that during the time of the transatlantic slave trade, uh, African, first of all, the term African is a term completely rooted in uh, European colonization Yeah. because African Africa is a big place. So to say that someone is African literally is like, well, where in Africa? Like what tribe? Mm-hmm. Because that's where that's how people knew each other. They didn't know each other as Africans. They knew each other as you're from this tribe, you're from that tribe. Yeah. So that one and I think that may be just a simple fact, but I felt like that was so profound mm-hmm. that black folks are literally we try to figure out our lives and our existence inside of this created identity Yeah, that's not even ours. Like our whole existence is made up inside of whiteness. And then we work to try to separate from it, which I was like, oh, wow. Whoa. Like that's massive for me. Um, And then there's the other fact that they talked about. And this is mentioned in the book that y'all should read. Um, because I think Re- em- Ebony has actually taught me this, is that reading slave narratives is so profound because the history is right there. Yes. And there's no slave narrative. Maybe this, the, the narrative of Frederick Douglass, but that's probably it. That's assigned to schools. So this is stuff that you have to read. I think Frederick Douglass is probably the only one.
0: Uh, Who are you talking about? Like I'm talking about high primary school, and secondary sec- Okay, school. yes. Yeah. Most certainly. Yeah. I mean, yes. once you go to
1: college, you're going to need to take an African-American literature class. Yes. Because if you took a... Uh, a gender class that wasn't with me then you're not gonna read slave narratives right they're not even gonna think to do that right if you take a just a regular regular lit class they're not gonna no. assign they're gonna assign Shakespeare they're not gonna assign slave narratives so yeah. that's what I Harriet mean is that you're, not, you're gonna have to go yeah. out and search for these things Absolutely. But like you say all of the information is in books
0: I, I really am a strong hmm. believer in that and,
1: and you are a, an example of that in a lot of ways like everything you say is from a book you could go back to it you are hella grounded in the things that you say because it's backed up by other shit that people have said people's experiences yeah right and like you always a generalization at large that has been studied
0: and like you always say it's like none of the shit none of these sort of highly intellectualized thoughts that we now with the internet have massive platforms to purvey are new yeah like James Baldwin, the ancestors, all these people were saying this shit totally. a long time ago totally. and dispensing it in a lot of ways that were highly academic and scholarly and using, you know, very, the King's English and using all this ivory tower language that somehow authenticates it and makes our pain and trauma valuable to the world because it's like super wordy and put in this particular astute way. Like yeah. they ain't already did that.
1: Yeah.
0: They ain't already did it. Yeah. So it's like nothing.
1: Right. Right. So another fact that I got is that it is well documented that folks would go to the western coast of Africa Mm -hmm. and they during the transatlantic slave trade Mm -hmm. and would ask European settlers, where is my son? Like what would what would happen is that there's this narrative that. African people sold themselves into slavery, which is, again, another narrative inside of whiteness Mm -hmm. to to literally absolve them of enacting slavery and enacting the transatlantic slave trade. Right. Mm -hmm. It's completely not true. And it it wouldn't take you long to know that that's not true. And you can you can say that about any sort of atrocity um, and you would be condemned. But eight people can say these things and write you know, long journals and narratives and articles about black people, because that's just how trashy we view black people. Yes. Um, but so Africans did not sell themselves into slavery. They Mm -hmm. were selling themselves into something that they had been doing for centuries, Mm -hmm. right. Which is indentured servitude, which meant, Oh, you go work for this family and you're going to come back because you're just working because you're going to bring money back. And you're
0: a prisoner of war. We have some type of conflict. I'm going to take you and then I'm going to have you as a punishment of some sort, a war, criminal, prisoner, of war, something of that, na- whatever the punitive system there was, this is a part of your punishment to be a servant.
1: Right. And some people were just kidnapped. There was no sort of barter system. There was mm-hmm, no, no conversation. Right. I mean, the ways that we again, another narrative that's inside of whiteness is. Another narrative that's mm-hmm. inside of whiteness is Thanksgiving. And the way that we were all taught about Thanksgiving is that the pilgrims talked to the Indians and there was this cute breaking of bread. And, and then there was a turkey and they all sat at the table and they just kiki key and there was a treaty and, mm-hmm. and that's how that works. Right. So yep. you have to get that that's actually not the case. And any sort of colonization is bloody and a mass genocide of people and culture. Mm-hmm. So that's what was happening. But I didn't know the African peoples were asking Western settlers, right, or European settlers, where are my people? And I also didn't know that slaves, African slaves, would literally this, um, Kuji? Cujo. Cujo. Why do I keep forgetting his name? Cujo was like, I can't in the narrative. That's like
0: his nickname.
1: Cujo, right. Yeah,
0: well, I don't know. know his no, real, his real name.
1: name. Cujo would say, I can't forget my name. I can't forget my name because I have to get back to my family. And I want my family to know that I'm okay. And if I forget my name or if I'm renamed, they won't know that I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Which just shows the profound lie mm-hmm. <laughs> that European settlers did mm-hmm. to people where it was like, oh, you're going to go here for a while, but you'll come Back, yeah right where that this person is 70 years old doing this interview with Zora Neale Hurston and is telling her all of this and he still is of the belief that he's gonna go back oh yeah it's like the literally the psychological warfare mm-hmm. that 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 is mm-hmm. like you really are a prisoner of yourself mm-hmm. right so I just I start there <laughs> Also, and I feel like I'm jumping around, but no, you not. I start there because I was listening this morning. I have to take I don't have to y'all, but I've lived in New York City for nine years and I for the first five or six years, I took the train everywhere. I took the bus. I did all that jazz. I stood at bus stops in the freezing cold, in the rain, and walked to the subway 10 miles. I'm not doing that no more. Yeah. So I take Ubers. I've been to here places. for a year and I ain't done it. <laughs> <clears throat> and Uber didn't exist for the entire time I lived here. But I'll take an Uber or a Lyft. Um, don't come for me, it's mostly Lyft. I, um, I'll take a Lyft to where I need to teach. And I'm subject to whatever's on the radio unless I got headphones. So the breakfast club is usually on in these lifts in the morning when I mm-hmm. teach um, sex ed to fourth graders. And this morning they were talking about Cynthia Nixon's comments about reparations. Mm -hmm. And Cynthia, Who the hell
0: is Cynthia Nixon for people who don't keep up with white popular culture? I don't
1: know what she's running for. Cynthia Nixon is running for... But who is she? Cynthia Nixon is the actress from Sex and the City. She played Miranda. She was the redhead.
0: Okay. I'm, I'm not familiar.
1: You don't know Sex and the City, which is so bizarre to me, but... You love it. Um... Okay, so yeah, she's the New York... What is this word? Gubernatorial. Gubernatorial, gubernatorial candidate. Mm-hmm. So the New York gubernatorial candidate. Um. So she, on May 5th, she did some sort of talk or speech, and she was saying black and brown people are locked up at insurmountable rates for um, marijuana charges. Mm-hmm. And her suggestion as a form of reparations mm-hmm. would be to put marijuana um like dope businesses and black and brown communities and people are very dispensaries Mm -hmm. and people like al sharpton and the black lives matter chapter of new york were very upset about this rightfully so because reparations is a term that is talked about to give some sort of financial
0: recompense
1: recompense right Mm -hmm. uh for slavery yeah commensurate
0: to the harm and the magnitude and extent right. of slavery. Right.
1: Which is hasn't ended because the yes. prison industrial system is right. another, it's just another iteration right. of slavery. It just looks different. So reparations
0: different. would then have to include some type of recompense for that as well.
1: Right. But it doesn't, it doesn't look like having dispensaries in black and brown communities because... I want to know who owns the dispensary, right? Is it just the same white people who own the black and brown community? Like what does that then look like? Mm-hmm. It's also not reparations. So that's why people are coming for her. Yeah. But I I don't I, whatever, Cynthia Nixon, sure. I don't care about politics. Like I, it's not that I don't also, care. Also, reparations it's just I don't care is not about work. Who's running. Right. It's just <laughs> it's just a silly thing that she said. Mm-hmm. But what is so wild to me and it goes right into the next thing we want to talk about. Is that the people on the Breakfast Club who are all trash? The Breakfast the breakfast Club needs to end. Angelina like, included to come all of them. Off the the radio, like all of it, is trash. I'm sorry, trash. Yeah. Um. They were saying, you know, this is what I'm talking about. Quote, direct quote. This is what I'm talking about. This slavery mindset, right where we're getting hell, where we're getting upset that someone is saying reparations, a term that existed before slavery. I'm like, yeah, okay, no, the term, uh, the word existed before slavery, but it's not implied yeah. for anything else inside of the black community. So why are you, are and then it was like, oh, why are we coming for this white woman? who's going against Cuomo and people are like, oh, because, you know, most of the, um, on The Breakfast Club, they're like, well, most of the people who are going against Cynthia Nixon are actually for Cuomo. That's why that they're going against her. And it's, it's like, completely untrue. no, that's not why. And they're mm. like, well, maybe if, you know, black and brown people are getting locked up for marijuana charges, there should be dispensaries in black and brown communities. I'm like, y'all, this is this really... does not, I'm really confused that you are just Agreeing with this politician who's literally trying to win in a seat. Like she's and it's trying-
0: pandering to black voters right. with some fake ass wannabe hurt progressive politics.
1: And it's a white person telling black people what reparations could look like. For
0: them without their input.
1: Without their input completely. Yes. Like give me a break but where this. She just
0: said reparation because it sounded good. It was going to make her the. If there's a
1: spectrum reparations as about
0: left as a white person could possibly go. Bernie Sanders was and as Bernie Sanders is the white progressive god. Yeah. And even Bernie Sanders was like that's a hard line.
1: Yep. Yep. But I, I say all this to say. We, when I say we, black people, <laughs> where we are complicit shows in our support.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It shows in our support for people and our, our reluctance to critique what people are saying. Yeah. It really shows. Like, it was so clear to me that the breakfast club, I cannot say breakfast. That's a Baltimore thing. Breakfast. We say breakfast, breakfast in Baltimore and I tried to break that. Um, breakfast breakfast I, i'm gonna say this man that's a uno that's uno club is <laughs> <laughs> the dece uno club is clearly here for whicest women or just whiteness period i mean how they how they act is that they are for whiteness in yeah. every way it's just hella violent yeah um and it's just consistent with this whole Childish Gambino conversation. Oh, and well, that, okay. And that it shows, it shows all the, fu- I've been looking at Instagram. And all the people who have regrammed this and showed hella support to this person without any sort of critique or any sort of thought process to why it's present, it's all, it's again, it's again performative activism where mm-hmm. that is what is applauded. Cynthia Nixon saying reparations is what is applauded. And guess what, black people? You're also supposed to applaud it and you're supposed to be excited about it because someone said reparations.
0: And you're supposed to applaud their intentions. You're, yes, supposed, you're supposed to be concerned to be, about their intentions. Oh, she-
1: she didn't say it in malice. It's like okay, she didn't say it in malice, and it was just completely.
0: It, it was still an impact, and it it's completely dumb.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure um, Kanye West didn't say slavery is a choice um, in malice. That could have been
0: malicious. Said, th- th- he wasn't.
1: He didn't look like he was saying it in malice. It looked like he was saying it like, come on, brother, let's just you know, let's just be real. And then he tried to backtrack and say, I'm saying slavery is a mentality. Like he's. I'm not even using him as an yes. a, a, like a uh, actual example, yeah. but people do that all the time. You know, people will say, oh, it wasn't in malice. As if you get to say what's in malice.
0: Yeah, that's real nigga shit. Rather than the
1: impact on me. Right. Right. You're not present to how that impacts me. Yeah. Because you have a huge platform, Cynthia Nixon. Yeah. Deseo Uno Club. Huge platform. Yeah. That you are irresponsible for. Because the people in your ear, the white producers in your ear, are saying.
0: Viacom and Clear Channel and all the people that own the radio station. You need
1: to (laughs) back what was said here. Mm hmm. You don't have. Literally? You don't have a voice inside yeah. of this. Sorry, our doorbell rang. I don't know who that is.
0: I'm not answering that.
1: Is it male? Male Can't becoming be hell of late.
0: And all that was only one little beep. I'm gonna have to go overdub on this. I wanted to also double back around the comment that you made, and that's very, that's true. Mm -hmm. And overwhelmingly what I see is support from people, the same people supporting Childish Gambino is the same people who look like Charlemagne the God and the other nigga. I forgot his name. Hello. I forgot his name. It's not, I don't know. Envy, whatever the fuck. Like, it's black cis men. Like, they really been out here, like, just...
1: And it was, and they were taking up hella space. She said maybe two words. What's her name?
0: Angela Yee. She said two words, but she always
1: say two words. Mm -hmm. And they always, that's enough. They always talk over her. Always. And And she'll say nothing to it. Because it's fine. They all have opinions. They should just all talk. But,
0: right, but, uh, but that brings me back and I was going to make one last statement about slavery just because I also was doing a bit of learning around it and there is there's kind of no real way to know the full number of all the people that died yep. um, in the course of maybe 400 years of servitude just in the United States alone. There's no I mean, it's just it's almost like you have to break up the casualties Mm -hmm. you have to break up the people who died
1: in the before in the the the,
0: but even in the like in africa like in the capture like people being like wait a second like it's so and also white people this narrative of being sold into slavery or black folks stealing each other or or selling each other to state slavery is never attached to white people who also did the same thing probably centuries before Europeans, the the Portuguese and the Spanish and the British ever invaded Africa. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: white people that, well, why does that narrative not get attached oh, to white so people? Good. When white people actually began slavery as an economic system mm-hmm. um, they practiced it as very very early and yeah. they did it to people who would be now considered white.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So that's my point about that but also just hella people die. Um, I believe from 1500 to 1900, um, the number for the number of people that died just during the transatlantic slave trade alone was about four and a half million Wow, people. Wow. Four and a half million. And that's just an estimate.
1: Right. Wow. And I say all
0: that to say, I say all that just as a marker of the regard and a lack of regard. Yeah. around a literal mass genocide. Um yeah. that continued a lot longer than a than your typical mass genocide. It was over centuries.
1: Yeah.
0: Um and if you even think about it beforehand, it was even with the project of colonization in Africa could be considered an extension of that in a lot of ways.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's wild. Just like I'm just like sitting yeah, with that. It's great. Yeah. It's
0: mm-hmm. yeah. So I I don't know. I don't know. It's just like these things. This information is widely available. Yeah. Um. And to not have it is 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 empowering to white people.
1: Yeah.
0: So yeah, back to the childish So that we gonna talk about that.
1: We gonna talk about that.
0: Um. And I know people. We talked a little bit about Kanye.
1: We talked a lot about Kanye.
0: We did. You wanna talk about more? We Mm. talked
1: about it on Instagram a little bit. I think.
0: Oh, we talked about it on Instagram a bit so we'll we'll childish gambino you want to skip no it'll come up because people are now in he childish gambino has become some type of demigod in opposition to kanye west oh right it's like now somebody said oh lord i've been reading so much ridiculous shit primarily from black folks just so enthralled with Childish Gambino in this dumbass this America video. But somebody was like, uh, we don't need you no more Kanye West. We got childish Gambino. Or wow. I've seen somebody say, Oh, Kanye West, childish Gambino, gonna pick up, pick up where you dropped off, and you know what I mean. And so Kanye in the second place, but not childish gambino.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Heller. How?
0: Oh. How? <laughs> oh.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: How? Yeah. You better stop saying our won't come for you. I do Come
1: from Cardi. Come they me.
0: won't come for... They won't come for... They ain't going to come for no black cis men, but they'll be in your inbox They'll coming be on for my you inbox about, about some Cardi, Cardi B. They won't come for another white person, but they'll be in your inbox about some Cardi B. Oh,
1: cook. Oh. Oh, Yeah. So if you're not familiar, this is America. If you live somewhere else and you don't know the video, you should look it up and... Um, it's called, the video is called, this is America about Childish Gambino. You should look it up, but I will tell you that there is no trigger warning in this video, which someone shouted out on Facebook, which I completely concur. No trigger warning. There's tons of violence. There's lots of shooting. Um, in the first about 40 seconds, there's a a shooting, um, that's very graphic. So definitely, and throughout the entire video. So definitely be mindful of that before you watch it, which I also think, Is wild to me that Mm -hmm. how quick, how much people have shared this and have shared every part of the video Mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, look, here's here's some violence. Like, Mm -hmm. here you go. Like view this. And what people have been saying is not my own words, but white people love um, black trauma porn.
0: Oh, they love like, it. Like they
1: love it, Black Pain. Like, and that's what Childish Gambino did, y'all. Just so I asked, who is this video for? And I said, I ask these questions oftentimes as almost a rhetorical question, even though people will still answer it and be engaged in the conversation. But I ask it so you're actually thinking about who shit is for. But this is actually for white people, so don't mm-hmm. get it twisted. It is this video is not for Black people. Um, and you could almost assert anything on a major platform is for white people. Yes. Because it has to reach them. Yes. <laughs> like B E T is not on a major platform. Why do you think that?
0: I mean BET is, is owned by Viacom, but it's nobody, it's watches, ma- BET nobody like watches that. Nobody watches B E T. It
1: mm-hmm. is not a major not platform. Really. I bet you could go around the country and ask what B E T stands for and people would not know. But people could tell you what MTV stands for.
0: I don't know. Music television. The,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Even if they're able to but tell you... But I'm just you what, saying, but yeah, they may yeah, not yeah. even
1: have seen a show of it. They yeah. may not even I know what channel it what is. I can tell you what they
0: got on there right now. Right, but it's person. just not...
1: It's just major platforms mm-hmm. are made for white folks. Like, mm-hmm. that's... it. Even BET is, in some ways, made for white people.
0: Uh, BET is completely and totally made for, for white, white consumption. So, you can't, you <laughs> a lot can't of ways say that me. the
1: Childish Gambino video or the, the video or the song was made for black people. It just was not. Um... If there's black people in the video, but that doesn't actually mean that the shit is for us. That's what mm-hmm. I say all the time, just because we're there, just because they invited us to the event does not mean that the event is for us. It does mm-hmm. not mean that the, the information is even for us. They could just be using our bodies, which I think is happening, has been happening to a lot of entertainers and some, uh, musicians resist against that. Somebody like Nina Simone completely resist against that and completely lose their career. You mm-hmm. see the trajectory yes, of that? Yes. Right. Right. And then there that's the that's the trajectory. But yeah. the folks that are not resistant of that are still making tons of money and still lots of people are sharing their information mm-hmm. and sharing what they do. This
0: and calling it genius and, and calling it genius.
1: So it don't it doesn't require. So it made me question why y'all share my photos so much and y'all think that they're fire and cool. Because I'm like, do y'all is there is what is the barometer, mm-hmm. right? Like if challenge gambino is a genius. And I say shit in my Instagram, (laughs) like in my statuses, and y'all share it a million times. What is the barometer actually? Right. Like, how are y'all actually viewing media? Yeah. Right. I'm curious to what that looks like. What is because
0: you're viewing those very same things, like in the same way. And they're saying completely two different things, and they're for two completely
1: different. Audience, right so i'm just like what like what so what is happening and why is it that you love this video so much and we you know we had some social commentary on instagram and then people were tweeting at us like oh i never thought of this like thank y'all so much for raising this like you know i know that there is lots of connections to sambo and slave narratives and slave stereotypes in this that Mm -hmm. childish gambino apparently is doing in his dance and the
0: the and the religious references and things but it's also
1: that he enacts the um charleston um church suiting. so why in god's name like what what so what is the correlation like, he's doing slave narrative dancing. Is he saying that he's a slave? Like, it doesn't even make sense, really, yeah. to me at all. But, but what is nerve-wracking to me is that if it was for me, which people are saying, mm-hmm. I would get it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like Beyonce fucking hated that she performed at Coachella, but I can get, I can get what she's doing. I can get the dances. I can get the soul of it. I can get, yes. you know, the, the lyricism of what she's yeah. saying. It speaks to me because it's yeah. actually for black people. Yeah. Right. But the child, but, but, I, I but should but be I don't hella t- confused by black art.
0: I don't... That's true. I agree with that. But I also don't think that just because Beyonce used overtly black imagery and symbolism that it was for black people. No, no, no. I it don't wasn't. think that... No, that no, no, was she not... She also
1: is not on the mark, like, pushing up against anything.
0: No, and neither is he. Neither is he.
1: He's not. And that's
0: what it looks... It's the same thing as Beyonce. That's so true. So, I'm, if I'm going to go hard on Beyonce, whose music I actually enjoy, right. it pained me to go in on her, but it, it had to be done. Yeah. Because I've been telling people, and y'all could look, y'all could rewind that i'm always talking about the danger of black celebrity i'm always talking about the That's cult of celebrity period but for black because i'm concerned with black liberation black celebrities are completely complicit in our oppression yeah and we just don't want to ever say it yeah. we want to try to like topsy like make it something that it's not yeah you know what I mean? Black people is on here talking about, oh my God, the Statue of Liberty. um, SZA with her hair like that. She represents the Statue of Liberty what? sitting on the cars and like her our freedom like is. Her hair is always in a big, <laughs> own, long ass,
1: no-colon ass, you know, curly, way, wavy weave, like with some type of bun But y'all notice one black, uh, I mean, maybe you notice one black woman through the whole motherfucking thing and she was in the last 10 seconds of it. But this is supposed to be America
0: but they but they say that so another thing that i've been seeing is some of the the you know and well some of the commentary around this is that oh we need more black artists to say these things like say blavity what? was like or somebody wrote something on blavity or or afropunk like oh my god like the point is is that you know he's watching us watch him, and now that we are embroiled in a conversation about him and the video and the different images and picking up all the different little minute details of it and the hidden messages and shit, we're all still distracted, and that's all the point.
1: And the thing is, is um, people are saying too, like, and that's why, we're, and now we're talking. Like, it's so good that we're talking. But n- but who? What, okay, so we're talking, but then I'm listening to the Dece Uno Club talk about how we need to honor everybody's opinion. So you, how you want us to talk? You want us to just key, key and talk and honor everybody? Kanye West, you want me to honor his opinion too? And then we go nowhere, nothing happens. What are we talking about?
0: That, this is this a nigga, I want to start a dialogue. Right. Oh, I want to start a dialogue. You want to start a dialogue yes. and you want to stay in it.
1: That's it. That's all you want to do. You just want to talk. You just want to have a conversation. No, I want some damn action. I don't want no damn conversation.
0: It's also just like, there are people who's, Black celebrity, like if you've been having hella money and you've been having a, a primarily like Childish Gambino, you having a primarily white fan base, having a prime kind of making music and doing TV and television very much so in a very white way and making comedy that's also for white people. There is a difference, I believe. There is a such thing as black comedy. Mm-hmm. There is isn't such thing as white comedy, yep. and it commercially is treated very differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dave Chappelle being on Comedy Central, something like that was a big deal mm-hmm. for a reason. Yeah. If Dave Chappelle was just on Def Comedy Jam, wouldn't nobody blink two eyes? Yeah. You know what I mean? But this this whole idea of like, if you are hella in the world of, of doing shit for money and pleasing white people, of course you saying something about all the shit. Erica, we talk about this all the time. Yeah. He laid as fuck to Charleston. Yeah. He laid his fuck to all these things that actual black activists, actual black people in the community in different communities talk about
1: queer and trans especially queer and trans women of color are always black people always talking about it they're trying to raise these
0: very issues all the time and nobody they call it echo chamber they call it specious claims they call it dubious they call it oh you know you're not well. white people are well intentioned oh not all white people they call it oh time's up they call it they call it all these different things
1: but then now it's genius
0: but now it's
1: genius yeah and it's just a very literally the most superficial conversation it doesn't even make sense yeah you got to be kidding me if you if the intention of this video which a lot of people are left with is that we are not paying attention it's so far from the truth it's so tone deaf you are so lost in the sauce you got to be kidding me and people you know People don't know this. I didn't know this, at least. I can't say what people didn't know. But what people have been bringing to light is the negative things that and anti black things that Childish Gambino has said about black women. Mm-hmm. Um, and in his stand up, conveniently, he's deleted these tweets. But you know, once you put on Twitter, it don't go nowhere. Yeah. People will resurface that shit. Yeah. And a lot of black femmes have actually, were actually calling him out when he said it. Yeah. But as you can see, we were not blind to that. But we called you out. We weren't blind to it. We called you out, and you did nothing about it. But, but now we, blind,
0: we we still distracted. We distracted. We distracted. <laughs> we distracted. Who's the, that's what I'm saying. If you Who's are actually not concerned with radical action, if you're not concerned with action, all the symbolism and gesture that is that's your bread and butter. Yeah. You the performance of it all. Yeah. Like, you are performing a certain type of activism because that's what's hit now. Yep. You was performing gospel funk because yep. to, to pimp a butterfly, yep. you know, Kendrick Lamar came out. Like, you know, what I mean? that's what I'm saying. Like, it, and it all is about the waves that white people are particularly riding.
1: Yeah.
0: White people are riding the J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar wave. Yeah. And if the point was to show white people or confront them with racism and the things that black people go through, it actually just didn't work. Yeah. I was bored as a black person, but it was, and some people were traumatized. That wasn't necessarily my feeling. Mm. I didn't feel re-traumatized watching. I know you did, Mm. but I didn't feel re-traumatized. I just felt very bored. Mm. I just felt like he was trying to give, you know, some subversion or some type of novel thought. It wasn't even, it was just boring. It was the same old, like. I'm going to dance and I'm going to be cool and I'm going to use trap music but inside of a crit- critique about trap music and I have to do so using trap music because on the radio nobody can see my video and how deep it is with the dark white horseman and the police officer in the background who's mm-hmm. deaf and representing hell and like nobody can see that shit on the radio. All I can hear is
1: na, 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 get your money na, na, man. Na, na. get your money.
0: That's what people are going to be saying and mm-hmm. that's what people are going to be people with.
1: Dance, that's what people are going to be distracted dancing to at the Club, right, yeah. the white people at your concert are gonna be dancing to that yeah. distractedly at yeah. your yeah. concert, right? Yeah, okay, got it. Um, so what did he say? So people will ask me, What did Childish Gambino say? You can easily Google this, but I'll tell you. He said in his stand up, um, some years ago that he comes harder when white women call him the N word. Um, this is something that he said in his stand up and thought was funny. He also said on Twitter that black women smell like weave. Um, he also was this is this is not moot but you you really get to say what sort of um, shows you're gonna be a part of and how the, how that mm-hmm. works with your brand right mm-hmm. people will invite you to do shit or maybe you audition to do it yourself mm-hmm. so you can put yourself there but you actually have control over what your branding looks like I know that for an mm-hmm. absolute fact that someone that has somewhat of a platform mm-hmm. that you can still pretty much control that shit um and he was in the show girls which y'all may or may not know it's a show about all cis white oh. women hella privileged living in new york city kind of oh. like a Younger version of Sex in the City, and he played um, Slimier. Problem is Slimier. It's like, yeah, it's like now. Sex in
0: the City was like, you it's, know, they'd be they got cute Sex, outfits Sex in the City and shit. They're
1: rich, yes. right? And they live in New Girls York. is rich, Girls but is, I'm a
0: play broke. I'm a play broke. Exactly. Like Brooklyn, William
1: Exactly. Like mm-hmm. every gentrifier in the world. Yes. um and he played the most problematic person's um, <laughs> uh, partner, Lena Dunham, played her boyfriend um, on the show, which I'm less like, you are so consistent. And also, um, Chavez Gambino has a white partner. Mm-hmm. And people have been saying... Have been leaving comments and saying things like, "Oh, you know, just because he has a white partner, it doesn't, you know, a bro dictate. can have a
0: preference. It
1: doesn't, right? It doesn't dictate his politics, and <laughs> you can still be pro-black and have a white be dating somebody that's white. Oh, she's light skinned She ain't, she ain't white, like." Y'all, as somebody, take it from somebody, and this is a personal anecdote, but I also just, you know, as Ashley Sheckle first says all the time, desire is political. Yeah. And if you think that your desire is separate from how you constitute yourself in the world, you better think again. Yeah. And you can take it from somebody who was married to a white person, who was in a relationship with a white person, who literally centered whiteness for a very long time. Yeah. Because that's actually what's required in a lot of quote unquote interracial relationships. And when I use that term, I just mean black and white relationships for sake of example um is that there is a centering of whiteness because there is some sort of attraction that you had to this Mm -hmm. person that went unchecked Right. You engage in a relationship with them. You stay in a relationship with them. And I don't know that you're actually dealing with the fact that you are attracted to this person and that you're 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 in relationship with them all the time. Yeah. Right. When you're with someone in a relationship, typically you spend lots and lots of time with them. Mm -hmm. So you talk to them about your views and your standpoints and your business and they know about it and they also weigh in on it. Mm -hmm. They also tell their opinions. So if you think that this person didn't give their opinions on what they're doing or how they feel about something or how they feel about the world, right, Mm -hmm. and that doesn't influence the other person, think again. (laughs) It's really, really hard for even children who are adopted by white parents or mixed race kids with their white parents. Yeah. Right. You think that they're you think and nobody
0: that, wanna hold space for their experience. And nobody
1: wants to hold space for that. You think that as a, a black person dating a white person, that same thing does not happen. Yeah. Right. You have to be cognizant of that. But we already have the receipts that Childish Gambino hates black women. So you don't even need to go that far. Yes. Right? But you do have to get that that desire is consistent. You have SZA sitting up in your video, but you should have had your white girlfriend there. Yeah. Because like, why aren't there white people in this why is fucking video? White
0: people in that There's video. There's no white people and in that thing that i really liked about what you said which is the this the lack of responsibility how irresponsible mm-hmm. that it's is irresponsible. to talk about black pain trauma and to feature black death in the absence of white people you who actually cause it
1: cannot do that you got
0: like a couple of police officers and that's it you made an homage and you gotta squint. to the police you got a squint yeah
1: it's a mirage mm-hmm. you have to squint to see mm-hmm. if they're white uh-huh. You got to pause the screen to see if they're white. But I see the little black kids dancing, which people have been like, oh, it's just, you know, black kids dance, even though there's hella shit going on. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. That's like the most anti-black shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. We have been dancing through our pain for a very long time. Yeah. And that's something to celebrate. Yeah. That we even dance. Right. Right. So it's like, and I, it's, it's just compl- so boring. <laughs> it's boring. Like it's
0: boring. It's boring. It's just like, and I think what the real conversation, like you said, my nigga, when you was making "Awaken My Love" and "Redbone" and all I that shit, niggas was getting shot.
1: But niggas hello. was getting
0: shot when hello. you was making that. Hello. It like like to- oh. like when did you come to that? Yeah. It was pertinent for you to inject your thoughts, opinions, and artistic expression. Oh,
1: how convenient!
0: You know what I mean? How like convenient. when did you decide that that was pertinent to do? After I'm pretty the nigga sure got Black Lives Matter
1: was marching in the street when you were on "Girls." I mean, uh, but, when did uh, but you... you didn't try to figure out and, no lines and, and people nap. will
0: say things. To us that people say, "Oh, well, anybody can, you know, get get woke at any moment." That's the problem. Niggas trying to be woke. Yep. You're not trying say to that. actually be do anything. Concerned. It's not trying all about. Anything. It's
1: really good. I had a thought about this the other day. This is it's all about. Your thinking, yes. Like you say, it's all about how you feel. It's also it's how affect. you feel, it's, but it's mm. but it's popular to know what you're saying. It's popular to say things like intersectionality, and mm. nobody question you on what the hell you mean by that. Yes. Because most people that say intersectionality have no fucking clue what intersectionality means, nor the person that created it in 1990. And even
0: if they do, <laughs> they have no intentions in their real ass life to center black films.
1: No, no, no intentions. They have no intentions. No, they do want to talk about of intentions. centering everyone. But, That's how uh, it's been so whitewashed. It's I'm centering every no. identity.
0: I'm centering myself.
1: Oh, it's very in my good. identity. And because I want to show you how much I know, which yes. is rooted in capitalism. So I get where that comes from that people do that. It's like, let me show you how much I know. Oh, I do know lots of things about the world. No, you don't. You don't know shit. Yeah.
0: And what's also rooted in capitalism is the fact that you are, if you are a black celebrity, you're beholden to some white person. Yep. Like, yep. you made a whole fucking song. First of all, you made a song with all these trap rappers in it. If y'all don't know, if you actually listen to the song, the song features ad-libs by Chance the Rapper. I believe it's a nigga named Smoke Perp, who Erica's little brother listens to. I have no idea who the fuck is his name, who he is. His name is Smoke Perp. Um, I listen to him? You don't li- Your Diego listens to Smoke Perp.
1: Oh, okay. My little um, brother, Diego.
0: Uh, 21 Savage Who also said In one of Cardi B's songs That he don't eat pussy He fasting But then at the same time Y'all want to talk shit About DJ Khaled But then you want to like Fuck with this song that also features Atlas by Twenty One Savage, so it's just like people picking and choosing a lot of different. Oh, Young Thug, who recently, probably two or three months ago, told his former partner, who's a black femme, that he would kill her or hit her or oh, great, yeah, on Twitter if she if he caught her with somebody else. Great, even after um, they had broken up. Um, and these are the people.
1: That you had on your song. That are on the, that I'm are in a whole
0: bunch of whole, uh, this is the people got that it. are actively, and black men did get their money.
1: Yep, they
0: did. They did. Yep. They got their money. They
1: got their money and everybody shared it.
0: So you got these niggas in your song, your woke song, yeah. that's m- produced by the same white composer who composed the music for Black Panther. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love with Gorenson. So you want to talk about My baby black doing his research. experience, but you don't wanna have black people a part of the production. Of the production. Or you want black cis men to be a part of the production and you it's I'm like all the black films out here talking about I love this I I gotta I think black people we need to really we just got to talk about black cis men we got to talk about black cis men Mm -hmm. and the fact that they aren't held to account even my own reservations about talking about them Mm -hmm. and calling them out Mm -hmm. like even the ones in my own family yep like I'm really sick of this shit like niggas at the end of the day like before Kanye it was already too much
1: it was already too much
0: and we keep, like, I, I'm just so shocked. Like, people are like, oh, my God, this is what black excellence is. And, oh, I wish my son was a little bit more um, childish Gambino. I wish black mothers let their sons be more childish Gamb Like, what are you
1: talking about? Do you know that he was making love songs like everybody else just a, a two years ago? A year ago? Come on now. But what are you talk like what what are, what do people mean by that? They don't mean anything. It's that again. It's cool. What's wrong with how your son it's is cool now? It's cool to talk about race. That's why Kanye is even talking about race. It's cool Got to it. talk about social justice. It's a cool it's a fad. Yeah. Right? Which is not a problem, right? Because it actually does have a lot of conversations come to the surface. That probably wanted to come a long yeah, time ago. Yeah, the support it's for Donald compl-
0: Trump around, among black cis men went up after Kanye's endorsement and support.
1: So come on. yes Say it that. Has.
0: Yes, it does have an effect. We're having a conversation. Say that. And that conversation is having an impact. Mm-hmm. So niggas keep talking and talking and talking. Meek Mill, all of a sudden, you're talking about prison addu- because it happened to you. Yeah. Now you on the front lines. You're like, oh yeah, I want to, you know, help reform prisons. Yeah.
1: Well, there's already Already people here bailing out people on a regular basis black films there's gonna black films are bailing out mothers from prison this weekend I'm gonna share about it on my Instagram Janae week. Taylor in DC shout out yeah doing that work and no, um, nobody wanted to what's his face Childish Gambino didn't want to talk about Centoia Brown or Chakesha Clemens he just wanted to it. Or re-enact. your own
0: desirability politics. Talk, right. about, talk like, about
1: yourself. That's what black cis men need to do. They need to talk about themselves. They always mm-hmm. want to talk about c- cis women or trans women, how they're tricking them and all this kind of nasty-ass bullshit, transphobic grossness. But they don't ever want to talk about themselves. Mm-hmm. Ever. Ever. You don't ever want to deal with anything. It's just all taking care of you. It's mm-hmm. all taking care of you. Yeah, and I'm tired of oh that. the
0: black you know the white man is using a black woman and her education to you know effeminize us and mass, it, like these are the things that and I am not making this up. I am not ad libbing y'all. No, nope. this is real actual shit that I read on the internet mm-hmm. on a daily basis.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is this a group level pattern? It's
1: a group it level. Lo- it's rooted in slavery. I got that. It's rooted in slavery. What you the need to subjugate totem, somebody else because you the bottom you was the... of the totem pole is black women. yes the bottom. I got that. Black black cis men right to vote well before black cis women. Yes. Well before. Yes. So, miss me, you know what I mean, and right to vote, whatever. But still, it's still a matter of you cared about them before you ever cared about us. And mm-hmm. yes, you shoot them in the street, but they get shot in the street by police, and even in death. Black cis men are exalted more than black cis women. People don't even know that black cis women are killed at insurmountable rates by police on a regular basis. Yes. Chakisha Clemens was literally thrown all over a Waffle House, and still people barely talk about it. Two yes. black cis men are kicked out of a Starbucks, walked out of right in handcuffs, and it's an uproar. Still hell of a viol- and it's an uproar. People protest. How many people protest Chakisha Clemens? Come on now. Yeah. You don't give a fuck, Childish Gambino. You, you don't. don't care, and don't don't. You're not fooling me. You're not fooling me at all.
0: But also, don't do all the extra shit. Don't do the song and the dance and the video and have people on Afropunk and the contributors to Afropunk and Blavity and all these black outlets and even the white outlets being like, You know, white people's responses been, Oh yeah, they're just so great. They're like the outliers of hip hop. Like, oh yeah, childish gambino is so I
1: saw videos like Mm -hmm. childish Gambino is so powerful. Oh my god, I love it. People that uh, follow me that their stories show up, oh my god, yes. Oh, the the Atlantic wrote something about Kanye West. Um, about what? Kinda Hesse, kinda Hesse, yeah. wrote it. People sharing that. And that all, it's nigga like,
0: then pop back y'all up. Y'all
1: don't know who runs the Atlantic, I and you're not do. even being responsible for it. You're just sharing it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So, Bless this man. <sighs> we, I mean, I don't know. I honestly don't know. That Kanye stuff really bothered the fuck out of me. Um, it really, really, really bothered me. Uh... I think the bottom line is is that people want
0: to have... People have it... I, it's, it's around desirability and how even desirability politics... The desirability inserts itself into politics. It's not just an yep. indication of our politics, yep. but it, it influences how we think. Yeah. Like, motherfuckers love black cis men. Yeah. And they can literally get away with murder. They do.
1: They do. They do. There was I ain't a, talking oh, about just
0: OJ ass. I'm talking about ooh. the endemic killing of black cis and trans women in black communities. I'm talking about intimate partner violence that goes unaddressed, that often is fatal for black cis and trans women who date black cis men. I mean, it, it runs the gamut of violence. Mm-hmm. Niggas be in violent industry. So, they get to talk about white supremacy and proselytize about, you know, oh, black men get your money, and oh, Sambo. They get to, you know, have the privilege of creative expression around it without actually having to call other black cis men to account, without actually having to have an actual conversation about misogynoir and how black cis men carry forth white supremacy and continue to keep their foot on black cis and trans women's necks. But that's okay.
1: Ooh um there was a john john moore the um twitter handle is hood queer talks about how if could you imagine if beyonce created the this is america video mm-hmm. how that would go over would people be sharing it non-stop saying how amazing beyonce is and cutting edge hella violence like could you even imagine pieces would have been immediate it would have been immediate it would have just been like don't do this like stop why are you showing hella violence Mm -hmm. but y'all y'all will literally exalt anything a black cis man does and there is privilege inside of being this like nerdy kind of black weirdo thing can
0: we talk about that with this whole people uh, saying motherfuckers don't date nerds yeah but there's privilege inside
1: of that because that's popular now too Yes, That's a popular way to exist It yes. just is When as soon as Skinny Jeans came out that, that was a resurgence of black weirdos I also <laughs> want
0: a lot of black folks And a lot of folks who I, who have hold this ideology Or know folks who hold this ideology Among blurreds of like Oh black people treated me like shit For my interests And yes. my sensibilities And like in Star Wars and all the whole shit So black people suck yeah. And that's why I date white people. That's why I date white people
1: because black, black people weren't fucking Come women. on, y'all. Check that, y'all. At the Check door.
0: It. And I want to validate it. your experience of, of of what you experienced, but it, you got to see where it's rooted in. Yeah. You got to know that it's purely anti-black.
1: Yeah.
0: You got to be saying, you, you're you not asking your son to be more J. Cole. Yeah. You want your son to be more like Childish Gambino. Why? Right. When J. Cole is like, literally, that's why I was I made a point on Instagram about J. Cole. And I'll talk about J. Cole very quickly because J. Cole. But
1: hold on one second. Yes. Before you start talking about J. Cole for a year. I won't. <laughs> we have to, we tell white folks all the time to talk to their family members. Black folks have to do that work too. Yes. Because my family was horrible to me inside of anti-blackness and said I talk like a white person. And my dad did hella work. My mom did hella work to say like, what are you talking about? Stop talking about her like that. That's not true. That's not real yeah like she talks how she talks yeah you know so that you were like oh black people are not fucking with me and i'm not fucking with them either how quickly you cast black people away yeah and your own damn family their own damn people around you just cast them away because it's like they're not fucking with me so i'm gonna go fuck with some white people because they're mm. easier to fuck with mm-hmm. where's that come from yeah i did it too y'all yeah i did it too and it's so not real it's just not real it's not rooted in any reality that's what you're supposed that's literally designed to do that yeah so don't do
0: that. And it's also this sort of just the disparaging ways that we think about blackness, mm-hmm. and we think about black people who are poor, yeah, and black people from the hood, yep. where that's not valuable. There's yep. no word for that, but yep. nigger or whatever. I mean, there's no word. Y'all got blurry. Y'all got. There's no word to describe us yep. if we're the other sect, yep. the non alternative, the non carefree black just, person. Just black. We just regular black. Regular black. We just ghetto or whatever, you know what I mean? Which I'm fine with. I love it. I'm ghetto for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) without a shadow of a doubt, like that is an intersection for me. But it's like, yeah, there's no love for that. Yeah. You don't want your son to be like, you don't want your kids to be like that. Yeah. You want your kids to be some version of alternative that you think Childish Gambino is. Yeah. Because he on white shows and he around white people. It's
1: very good. And he
0: does gospel funk, even though gospel funk has already been done by it's black very people good. from the ghetto and from the hood for a long time you ago. You have to
1: consider if blurred is a, is a proximity to whiteness. We gotta exalted get it in a I new way.
0: Really, that's an unpopular to, opinion. It's gonna be unpopular it. among people, but I really you got want people but you But consider. I'm not saying
1: that blurs have a proximity to whiteness. I'm saying that they have to check that yes. inside of the blurred community. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it has to get just like black people have mm-hmm. to check our proximity to whiteness in a lot of ways. Like, our, our desire for whiteness, whatever that looks I'm, like, uh, has to yeah. be checked inside yeah. of blurred. It's like, yes, we're blurred, we're doing our thing. It's like, okay. I got it, right? And I got the 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 idea of creating community around mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. But once you start saying, Oh, we're blurred and we only fuck white people, desire is political. Like you have to look into yeah. that.
0: And while and it can look a lumber of different ways. This proximity to whiteness or the desire to aspire to whiteness or to appease white people. Yeah. Like I've been in situations and cases where I will flaunt my knowledge of white music. Mm-hmm. I'll flaunt my knowledge of white music around white people. In order for them to get that I number one, not that I get them, but two, that I know they shit better than they do. Yeah. Like I know the steely dan and the yes and the who and the turtles and the, you know, the whole shit. Like, you know what I mean? I'm very well a prefab sprout. Like, I could I go in, like, you know what I mean? I do that as a way to get like I'll be around them. Like, I'm gonna start buffing some shit that you ain't never even heard before. Well, all I know is no doubt. Like, I really I mean, I'm gonna <laughs> start. Journey. <laughs> and journey you know duran Durant, like y'all, wow. y'all know the basic shit like i could really go in you know what i mean and i do fucks with you know i I, my depeche mode like i could really and i can tell you how depeche mode how you know modern day metal music you know borrow heavily from depeche mode i can really go in but a lot of that going in and doing that just like how cis men or even masculine presenting folks will start yeah. talking about cars or some shit like that i would do that to flaunt masculinity i would do that around whiteness yeah to feel like my whole life has been organized around being better than white people. Yeah. Because I felt like trash in comparison to them for my whole life. Yeah. I, uh, until I realized it. Yeah. Until I was able to identify it has been around being better than being better than white people cuz I figured if my life would have been better if I had not been white. I wouldn't have been poor. We wouldn't have been in the hood. We would have my mom would have had a better job. I would have had this material thing. I wouldn't endure this pain. Mm,
1: and I was the opposite. I thought that I because I was so close to quote unquote whiteness, because of the wealth that I grew up with, my family is upper middle class family, that I was okay, that I had missed racism, mm-hmm. that racism wasn't impacting me. And then I married someone who told me that her taste in women were people white women with short hair and athletic little bodies. She wasn't even fucking describing me and who she was attracted to. And I was happy to be with her because her being with me meant that I had made it. Yeah. You got just It's shit deep, is as deep as fuck. I don't fuck. want y'all
0: to sit up here and think this is an indictment.
1: It's not an indictment, but you got to look at, you got to look, you have to look at that. You mm. really get out is what Jordan Peele said. Who is also problematic. Who's too. also problem? It's another it's black a- celebrity. Yeah, and black cis men. Honestly, it's black black cis men. Really, really, they need to get come for. Him. What
0: does Sean King say about?
1: Oh, Sean King. So Sean is King is Sean the King same said person that- oh, praising Bruno
0: it. Mars. Oh, what music can he make?
1: Sean King is another one. Massive platform. Massive platform. You start to lose your mind.
0: Yep. Also want to just shout out the fact that Bruno Mars and one of his recent tour stops was singing ignition by R. Kelly. Wow. So for all of y'all talking about Bruno Mars black and you know what I mean? And he he you know, he makes great black music and he pays homage. What part of the game is that? That's just a quest bonus for y'all who was fucking with Bruno Mars.
1: Oh, I don't think I can find it.
0: It's probably dumb. But what can you paraphrase?
1: Oh, it's just essentially him saying it was so... Thank you so much, Childish Gambino, for this. This, this is, is
0: the most profound... To,
1: and also talking, saying we needed something that talked about intracommunal violence. Like, what? Are you saying that this had, like, some um, relationship to what people call black-on-black crime, which is ridiculous? Like, what?
0: People are just like, oh, my God, this is really just shifting my whole... Oh, but this
1: Sean King said this, too. I have to be clear here. Cynthia Nixon, who he's a major supporter of, did not say that guaranteeing marijuana businesses in black communities is reparations for slavery. She said reparations need to be made for modern day mass incarceration to right the wrongs of it. I agree. So again, Sean King, no correlation to that. Literally Slavery, mass incarceration is just an extension of slavery. Mm-hmm. So any sort of reparations for slavery would also be for mass incarceration. Mm-hmm. So shut up. It's A also and like black cis men. Shut up.
0: Alleged, <laughs> um, but let me be oh, quiet. Well,
1: ooh, you said alleged. Ooh.
0: <laughs> nah, he black, but yeah, he but he it don't right. all skin folk and kin folk. I think I'm just. I, I think that's where I'm at. It's like I'm at my wit's end with the dumbass shit that come out their mouth. Mm-hmm and it's but and and it's black cis men in my life who are beloved who are not on that shit but it's this it is a group level pattern at this point. It's yep. endemic. Yep. I'm going to say black cis hetero men specifically. It's black cis
1: het men, yeah.
0: Not all the time.
1: Not all the time, but that's what we're talking about specifically for clarification. Black cis het men. For the most part. Yeah. Where the hell is this tweet? I thought I screenshotted it. Sorry, y'all.
0: It doesn't matter it's of little to no importance it's not like it hasn't been said before and we didn't get to really talk about the niggas at starbucks
1: oh we need to talk about so do y'all know that the black folks at uh, the two black men who were uh the police arrested um uh, because they were sitting at a starbucks in philly um settled for one dollar this is no exaggeration mm-hmm. And a promise of $200,000 to a invisible program that does not even exist.
0: And if you know how nonprofits work or... Or philanthropy at all. Yeah, you know how much an ED makes Right, you'll know that all of that
1: money is going to um, someone's salary. Mm -hmm. And also $200,000 is literally nothing for a program. I used to run programs and we would use over $200,000 in uh, less than a year in nine months time. So... That's ridiculous, and it people were white people especially were so excited. They were like, "Oh my God, they're heroes! I can't believe that this is how like they're so great to get so back to So if they to would the have community.
0: taken money, they wouldn't have been heroes, right? Had they actually got a financial settlement, right? That would have somehow diminished the experience that they had right. being arrested wrongfully, and that's Starbucks. what they said.
1: Oh, I, you know, I want to just you know give back like I just want to be able to give back that's what the black meant men say no
0: you want to be able to look good you want to
1: look good it's, and somebody said respectability politics 2018 that is mm-hmm.
0: but you uh, but it's also just I'm like man maybe read I don't know I just don't know like I, I think that's the one where like my commentary is a little bit limited because I'm confused
1: yeah
0: but I'm not confused because maybe it is as simple as like oh i think they said they also said that it wasn't about race it was like it's not a race thing oh, what happened to them a, it's a people thing they
1: said it's a people thing black cis man y'all have after to every the,
0: after black america rallied behind them and didn't stop fucking with starbucks which i still don't fuck with
1: yeah i'm confused why people still go to why do y'all still go to starbucks you can tell us in my instagram comments you can comment on this can you please Explain it to could be an uber lifting maybe
0: you don't have a lot of coffee yeah, shops may, near, yes, near you you don't have thing. no you know no dunkin donuts or which is also f- problematic and why don't like mm-hmm. you you know it, the pickings be slim and i think that's why calling out complicities is an internal process people want to check somebody on who this person got canceled and this you got to check yourself yep. on what you're doing because i promise you there's a complicity there yep you are accomplished to some system of oppression what are you going to do about it? Nothing. For the most part.
1: Because you benefit from patriarchy. People don't want to talk about that. You benefit.
0: Do people, I have a gender question. Do people want, like, this whole thing with, like, the the sort of praise, the widespread praise of black cis men, is that inside of, like, just wishing that, like, the uh, like a some type of gender social order based on patriarchy, like, is that people oh, trying to preserve totally. it? Totally. Okay, like the kings, there are kings kings or something. Oh,
1: it's totally inside of a a cis-heteronormative reality And anybody of any gender
0: identity could have that desire to uphold that.
1: Yeah, because that's rooted in patriarchy. You exist, you literally born into patriarchy, like you're born into white supremacy. Mm -hmm. So any racial identity can exalt whiteness, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same Mm -hmm. as any gender identity Mm -hmm. can exalt um, cis men Mm -hmm. and patriarchy, Mm -hmm. right? And oftentimes it's not, black cis men that are exalted but they are exalted in a lot of ways
0: yeah I think yeah. that I, but I will I think it is oftentimes.
1: Mm-hmm. and there is this desire of like oh please like please be you know
0: Kanye oh my god I want Kanye yeah. to come back Azalea Banks says the same Azalea Banks says yep. some of Azalea Banks has been making pol- strong mm-hmm. political statements yeah since 2013 yeah but she cancelled she trash
1: yeah I mean, massage is a term created for, essentially for black communities. I mean, I believe that. Yeah. So black communities can, well, not for black communities. It is a hatred of black women across the board. Yeah. But it is also within black communities. Yeah. People always talk about race as it is up against black and white, right? Mm-hmm. People are, it's not always black and white. Okay, fine. It's not mm-hmm. always black and white. And there, there are definitely intercommunal black community conversations that we don't really have, which mm-hmm. is a complete hatred of black women. Yes. Like, oh, the complete disregard.
0: Yeah. Which is why you would have uh, the nigga who makes the I'm I'm Not Racist video, D- D- Joyner Lucas or whatever fuck his name is, mm-hmm. that dumb stupid video being allotted and having over, you know, twenty fifty million views on YouTube and people saying this is so profound and this is so great, you know. But in the defense of some black cis men were like, no, this is hella dumb. But, like, that's why I don't want people to think it's like, and here i go backpedaling inside of some fear around people coming for me around blacks as men because we protect them at all costs all costs i was talking to one of my friends before and she was like, i feel like they've caused me the most harm and i had been thinking i said wait a second me too Mm. inside of white supremacy
1: yeah that
0: they inherited directly or they took the mantle of yeah. Because they didn't have to inherit. It wasn't no inheritance. Yeah. It wasn't something that just came upon them. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm going to be patriot. No, you decided. You made a choice.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I was, a, my my mom is deceased. That's the choice. My mom is deceased, <laughs> so I was raised for most of the other half of my life by my dad. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely impacted by patriarchy in a lot of ways. And like, what really colored my politics and the ways in which I understand understood the world were through a cis hetero black man's view of the world, because that's the view that I had Mm -hmm. was through his lens, right. Or that lens of the world, Mm -hmm. um, which was very much like, you know, racism is in the past. Mm -hmm. Slavery is in the past. Um, racism is only going to happen to you if you allow it, which is very much a black cis het man's like, idea of how that works up oh, look i made it i made this a certain amount of money which is how cis men judge themselves inside of capitalism right because mm-hmm. patriarchy impacts them but not in the same ways it impacts feminine bodies yeah so let me judge myself based on capitalism black cis men makes enough money it's now like well i made it yeah and if you <laughs> if you are uh a black cis woman or a black trans woman or a non-binary person there's no you make a lot of money that doesn't mean that you made it anywhere you're uh. still absolutely treated like shit even though some was it lebron james whose house was vandalized yeah. right even though someone like lebron james house is vandalized you still called the n-word right um uh, malcolm x says what do you call um a black person with a phd um, and it's an N word with a PhD, right? Yeah. It's like, it never changes, but what I think blacks, what is it? Like the, what W e. Bois says, like mm-hmm. the veil, mm-hmm. right? Where you just like, I'm fine. Like once mm-hmm. I make a lot of money then I got it. And I don't think that black cis women have that. I, I don't, it's not that I don't think that I know that, that we don't have that privilege, or necessarily that thinking. Cause it's just never our experience that True. once we make a lot of money, cause most of us go to college and, and we'll make tons of money. Right. As statistics yeah. will say, it doesn't change how we're regarded in the, Workplace, Yeah. Right? And we speak about it. We talk about our experiences. It's also inside of patriarchy that mm-hmm. you're not supposed to talk about your experiences. Yeah. So if you are a black cis man, you're not going to be talking about how racism impacts you because mm-hmm. you're just going to rise above it because mm-hmm. that's what you're supposed to do as a man. Yeah. But why can't you above rise
0: it? above the fake non-happening masculinization of you by some gay agenda or black went like why isn't it a rise above attitude around those things there is a fragile victimhood inside of black cis male masculinity i really there is some type of
1: masculine toxic masculinity is fragile anyway period like that's just the, the whole structure of it is fragile any sort of um contested excuse me, any sort of contesting to it, it's now, it's now confused. It's now, wait, what? Anything that I talk about that contest up against masculinity, they're like, wait, but I don't understand that. I don't do that. What do you mean that people can wear pink and little kids? I mean, I teach elementary school students Mm -hmm. and they are saying like, boys like pink, like boys wear a dress. Like what? It starts so young Mm -hmm. where that's ingrained where it's like, you are masculine if you do this. Right, you are feminine if you do this. There is only two ways to be. Choose one. Yeah. But you absolutely need to be masculine because if you're not masculine, you ain't shit. And that's all rooted in a femophobia. That's all rooted in a hatred of femmes. Yes. Right. And then you attach blackness, and it's misogynoir because it's already a hatred, profound hatred of black people. Right. And now I have a feminine body
0: and a, f- a profound hatred of it. Right. Yes.
1: So it's, it gets all connected and like you say, patriarchy is just a function of white supremacy. That's it. So it all functions inside of that and all of all cis men are impacted by it, but black cis men are impi- impacted by it in different ways to the point where you don't have to read shit. You can just make hella money.
0: Yeah, and we lament the downward <laughs> spiral of Kanye West, but not of
1: Azalea Banks. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Or maybe um, you know um, what's her name? Chrisette Michelle. Yeah, who was oh, talking with Trump from, from a long time ago? Very good. Who's who? You know, sang at the inauguration or very was good. going to or, you know, I mean. So that that's that's for me a part of the takeaway.
1: Yeah, does it's, that make sense?
0: Yes, that makes a lot of sense. That mm-hmm. for me the takeaway around Childish Gambino is a larger conversation around the things that Black cis men won't talk about. Yeah, they won't talk about their desirability politics. They won't necessarily talk about how they begun to benefit from white supremacy yeah. via patriarchy. They won't begin to talk about how much they are lauded in society oftentimes. And of course, there's levels to that. Mm-hmm. When you talk to bring in education level, you bring in physique and body type and all that shit. Mm-hmm. It changes. Yeah. It really changes, but we in America, quote unquote, have a certain type of man in mind. It looks like childish Gambino.
1: Oh, totally, and it's a desirability politics that he all wrapped up in people liking that video. That, that people, he's inside of. yeah, it's all rooted in slavery, and he he's literally an act like like a slave caricature. Yeah, right, and he doesn't understand why white people would like that.
0: <laughs> I okay. think that's gonna be it for that. Okay um this is that's because that's we it gonna talk
1: about DJ Khaled Khaled what does he do remix
0: bless be blessed be blessed
1: be I don't blessed. really care to talk about DJ Khaled really DJ Khaled is fuck. trash he said
0: something about getting mm-hmm. his dick sucked but not eating pussy I don't give a fuck I don't even want to imagine or think about nothing he doing
1: but somebody said if and your wife is not over. getting head then she getting it from somewhere else which I'm like hell yeah she's getting it from somewhere else
0: or like, even give if you're not, break. it's also like everybody don't want head. She might be cool with that. She might be cool with that. But, be you, be totally but the way cool that, that,
1: first of all, here's one thing about the DJ Khaled thing that I have not seen is consent. So consent is not just about touch. Consent is also information. And I highly, highly, highly doubt that DJ Khaled's wife gave consent to him talking about yeah. their sexual relationship. Yeah. And that's really fucked up because yeah. didn't nobody say I wanted you to say that? And that might be some sort of arrangement that they have, yeah, right, where she only gives him head and that's it, mm-hmm. right? Okay, that's their arrangement. That's how they do sit. But now she's talking about it in the street like a fucking loser, yeah, trying to gloat about it. And now my students see that
0: they've been talking about that. <laughs> no, no,
1: no they, they see everything.
0: Oh, right, Lord. but
1: they but their parents will repeat it.
0: Yeah, they they'll will. hear it on
1: the Breakfast Club. That's all. Students are yes. not in. You know, they're not a isolated. In a, you know, they hear all of it. I mean, anyway, fuck him.
0: Yeah, that that's that that's that. A woman should praise I a man, that the man. She's king getting her. And All this, I right? The
1: king. It's all, but that that's that. That interview gone. was
0: in 2015. To be fair.
1: Oh, why is it coming out now? I hate when they do that.
0: I'm trying to figure out why people are talking about. I think that's a world of social media.
1: Yeah, because I said Childish Gambino could talk about. Centoia
0: Brown. You did say that. And he's not. How
1: convenient. Guess it's not popular to talk about Centoia Brown. We'll just wait until it's It's, popular.
0: Man, it's even like people I respect or who I thought has some semblance of like a radical politic praising Childish Gambina. Yeah. Brilliant. Like a hip hop educator, Dr. Christopher Emden. I love Dr. Christopher Emden. Like a real rap cat, like really raps, like and does this work, like and it's just it's just so wrapped up in this. But it has to be. It gotta go higher. I don't know. It, it, y'all want to keep having conversations on the, the same, but when you're in school and you have conversations in kindergarten, they not the same conversations you have in the fifth grade. When you're in school and you have conversations in kindergarten, they're not the same conversations that you have in the 12th grade. And I feel like that's the gap. That's the gap. It's the gap, it's the gag, and it's the protection of masculinity at all costs. Yeah,
1: it's like anything...
0: And you cut me off about J. Cole.
1: Oh, sorry. So the point but that... But one thing I yeah. do want to say about masculinity is that uh-huh. I think it's so interesting. Anytime that I shorten the amount of time a cis man is speaking or even a masculine presenting person is speaking, they get upset. Mm-hmm. It's like they have to talk. It's like they have to talk over me. They have to say their opinion. They have to. Because without their dialogue, it's like they're nothing. Mm-hmm. Without them taking up hella space, it's they're nothing. So I think the same thing about this childish is going to be nothing in, inside of masculinity, where mm-hmm. it's like you have to say something. You didn't have to say anything you could have remained silent
0: <laughs> it's all inside of a it's it to me it's not even a deal. you it's capitalist it is consumerist and i i'm I do want to say as a masculine present person I have to be super responsible for my masculinity and not just be like oh because I'm not cis that rather or that because I'm trans that i that somehow precludes me from patriarchy mm-hmm I mean, I remember recall being vulnerable, I recall an argument, and I don't even know if you consent to me telling this story, but I don't remember what the argument was about, but you started crying and you was just like, it's hella patriarchal and I'm tired of it.
1: Yeah. And I, I don't even remember, remember what, remember what the about.
0: argument was about, but you started crying I was like, oh, oh, okay. It's, it's fucked up. Mm. Like, it's not just like when somebody calling you a nigger or slapping you in your face. Like, the, the subtle ways that patriarchy is enacted." And the ways yep. that masculine presenting people Dominate femmes it's, it's widespread And I do it too mm-hmm. But I'm just not You're not going to cool do it no more it. in this house I don't barely That's right Sometimes
1: not But now. this is even babe, before no testosterone about J. Cole. no talk about I'm J. Cole I'm going to talk oh, about that, J. Cole No, 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 J. No, no talk about J. Cole You don't need to babe You don't need to We can end it right here
0: Y'all didn't hear the song ATM by oh, J. Cole And the Lord. kids on dress Which was really Actually it was boring to me too It was kind of preachy The talk beat slap Talk about patriarchy The Beast laugh, it was peachy and uh, an homage to 90s hip hop, which he's already done before and he needs to catch a new wave. But... He is making some really excellent points But they're also just using trap music In order to kind of ride the trap music wave While also lambasting it at the same time uh, But for some reason J. Cole is not getting the same visibility That's all I want to say J. Cole's album is not really for white people Or it's not such that He's actually calling white people out in one of his lyrics Like yeah. around white kids at the shows Wanting you to act like a nigga And be, you know, um, tattooed from your head to your t- Like yeah. he's come, he's going in so it's not gonna have the same reach it's not it's not gonna have the same That's reach I know white folks listen to J. Cole I get that
1: yeah but not to the same extent that they do childish Gambino uh,
0: let's talk about it now,
1: has J. Cole been on SNL probably yes I believe so I don't think so
0: let me see I'm pretty sure about oh, it oh really yeah
1: but was yeah he, yeah yeah was he on SNL doing skits
0: Um, no. Is SNL the same as Letterman? No. No, he was on Letterman, but not on SNL.
1: He's not been on SNL.
0: No, no, no.
1: It's on Reddit. Yep. It's very good so the subjectivity that
0: he deal with is really black as fuck i know the santa cruz hippie sec want to think that they know everything about rap music and black culture set of white kids who go to all the festivals and had the money and the, the 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 funds and shit to do all that i get that they listen to J Cole, you know passively but it's not the same. it's just not y'all gotta get the impact y'all gotta get like the messaging and mm-hmm. why there's a difference between J. Cole calling out drug culture and, and mumble rap and not using mumble rappers, actual mumble rappers, in the song. Yep. Whereas Childish Gambina, if y'all want to start picking apart, you know, my new details is using these rappers, like having them be in the song. It's talking about Black men get your money, and now I'm being cut off. but. That We gonna have a rap episode I rest assured you Get your you. money I'm gonna have some guests Who are enthusiastic And have some type of zeal Around rap
1: Oh my lord That'll be a cute episode Yeah Are you trying to throw shade at me? Uh, I'ma hey. throw shade if I can't get paid
0: Throw you <laughs> up to the girl, girl like, like an army grenade, grenade. You, you can, can slide on my ice like, ice like an escapade, like an an escapade. An The itchy, 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 yaya with the mamelay mama Who me? Not you Oh yes, who's See, me I even dig, dig your
1: man's style But I love, I love your, profile. your
0: profile Whisper in your and ear, get you all shook up But don't blush
1: Just keep this on the hush Don't get it twisted, I know my 90s hip-hop I'm a hip-hop head Pop, pop, pop,
0: this is it <laughs> this, is, this is us.
1: This, this is, is America.
0: America. <laughs> all right, y'all.
1: We love you. Thank you for listening. This I was a long
0: episode, this. and we really spent all our time on black cis men. Ain't that how it's designed? It's
1: not how it is. Ain't that all what that it's supposed time to be about? Them. I
0: could have talked about Shakichi Clemens. I could have talked about Santoia Brown. Yeah. Who is. Could have talked
1: about Beyonce. You could have talked about Serena Williams. We could have talked. But it's also like, I, I don't want I I to talk don't about no black come... celebrities. I don't really want to come for black cis women or black trans women ever. You don't Get come for coin. black
0: femmes in general.
1: I don't want to come for black. Why? Plenty of people do that. Come for them. Why? Come I for the people that we're not
0: coming for. I don't even want to have this conversation. I come for. I want to lift up.
1: Lift up. Let's go. Childish Gambino, call us. We want to have you on the show. <laughs>
0: Ebony, we Ebony just by.
1: looked at me like, what? Okay. Beyonce, will you come on the show and explain to us why you performed at Coachella? Like and really? And you she can talk would. in your tone, like how you talk too.
0: Yeah, because you know, in the fifth ward or whatever, like <laughs> you know, because yeah, Kelly because,
1: called me. Because Kelly called. Yeah, because. And I was just like, <laughs> who the fuck do you think He's I am? am.
0: <laughs> Look me, I
1: said. Adios, everybody. We all love right. you. Step back, eat cookies.
0: Shout out to the pleasure chat Shout out to all of y'all supporting the party. Happy birthday, Nina. Peace.
1: Focus, focus. Blaze when I wrote this. Trying to write some deep shit. Probably be my opus. from from hoping. in my Pay
0: less in now. You told me to share my thoughts on four 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 as it relates to the fact that, that was one of my indulgences. I was hella quick to hop on it.
1: Are you recording right now? Yeah. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm just letting the shit roll. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought that you were not recording this and I was gonna say save it.
0: Oh no! So no I just record. started recording okay, right cool. now. All
1: yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. So, yes, I agree. Share your indulgences. But here's the thing, babe. You talk hella much about rap, and I love it. And everybody loves it. People comment. But then we'll be here for an hour of you talking about rap. Now, if you want an episode where we talk about oh, rap, it's, uh, it's going to be a rap episode? episode.
0: It's not the rap episode because Challenge Gambino really ain't no rapper. Ooh, and so, if, if the Challenge Gambino conversation is precipitating the conversation around rap, real rap. He doesn't...